the, the, the report uh, uh, actually indicates that uh, in terms of international migrants that we have within sub-Saharan Africa, yes, we do have uh, a lot of foreign-born uh, migrants in South Africa, and those foreign migrants generally come for a variety of reasons, um, ranging from economic opportunities uh, to a need for protection uh, due to political uh, conditions wherever they may be coming from. So just in terms of the benefits and the challenges that this poses for South Africa, what have you noted? The benefits are many, actually, especially when having uh, uh, foreign-born migrants within the country. Uh, chief among them can be uh, job creation. Um, most importantly, those migrants are setting up businesses that hire uh, locals. But over and above that is the issue of increased tax revenue that the authorities need for social economic development. But above that, you can also look at the issue of uh, improvement in the country's global competitiveness in terms of providing goods and services um, uh, that that the world may need. And um, with our country facing quite a number of things, such as emigration, um, uh, having people from abroad coming here helps also in closing the skills gap uh, that is uh, caused by the migration. Um, the other reason I think that we can also cite could be uh, just to continue to foster and grow uh, the entrepreneurial culture uh, within our country. Those are some of the benefits that can be cited in that regard. Let's let's talk about the challenges because uh, speaking to those benefits as you have just outlined them, Mr. Tiba, uh, that would of course be great for South Africa if indeed uh, those migrants came here, registered businesses through the proper channels, actually contributed meaningfully to uh, the tax revenue con- collection and those sort of things. But is that actually the case? And also just in terms of um, you know um, uh, the resources that are being competed for because very often um, there is almost a battle if you were for those resources uh, along with poor South Africans so did those sort of challenges show up? Those challenges uh, do show up but we have to always remember them that when coming to those who are skilled uh, who have skills to provide, most notably in terms of the skills that we have identified as being critical in the country. That is value. And to those who have noted uh, business opportunities within the country, that also has value. I think, therefore, what we can also talk about would be what do you do about those who do not fall within the stated categories that the law permits. Perhaps that may be those who are law skilled, for which you find that the authorities have to think quite innovatively about developing visa options 
for those with uh, low-level skills that may have been identified as necessary or for which you find that South Africans may not be interested in them. So there are quite a lot of case studies all over the world where authorities sit down and have a look at those things. And it's something that our authorities can also do. And just finally, Mr. Tiba, which sectors of the economy um, do the immigrants mostly occupy? Especially in, um, in, in, in the formal sector, and you'll find that we have those skilled employ, uh, uh, employees of foreign nationals in, 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 um, in, in many companies uh, as engineers, as auditors, as accountants. Um, most, prof- uh, most importantly, uh, with IT becoming very, very important, you find them in the IT sector, in the formal side. Yes, there may be cases within the informal sector where, as I've spoken about those women, have to be accommodated in some uh, kind of uh, uh, option. We may find those as mechanics, as plumbers, but not having uh, academic qualifications per se to, to confirm that they are a properly skilled. And you find them in those sectors, formal and also informal sector.